The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Let me tell you what, who deserves a shot in the United States Heavyweight I'm the champion. I ought to know. You know, I've, I've been sizing up guys since I came to the WCW. And I think the one guy that stands out the most, the guy that I think has earned the title shot, El Dandy, I think you're a heck of a wrestler. You're a great technician in the ring, and you're a jam-up guy. Whoa. I don't see any Whoa. reason. Wait a minute. El Dandy has been wrestling in, in, in the cruiserweight division here. Please. He's a great wrestler. He's a great wrestler, but thank goodness sakes, he's 50 pounds. Who are you to, to, to doubt El Dandy? This guy's a serious professional. Well, let's talk about some serious Hypnosis. Let's get some psychosis, psychosis. Whatever, whatever. He's a great wrestler, you know. Hello, and welcome to the Rawcast. I'm your host, Don Delorente, and I'm joined by my co host, Mr. Mo to the underscore Reese. What's going on, Mo? Going on, listeners. Um, here we are on a Wednesday evening. About to talk to you about a show that happened 48 hours ago. So, what's happened to it? I sent shade there in that comment, but I'm gonna let that slide. What we got? Life, life happens. You know, <laughs> you pull the shade. I'm like, bro, life happens. The Rawcast can be found on CSPN. You can find us on the web there. You can also listen to us through SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, iTunes. All you have to do is search for the WrestleCast dash the CSPN. Subscribe to the logo with the new day holding the WrestleCast sign. And the Rawcast will show up in your podcast queue each and every week. Uh, we're on the Cody Rhodes to WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes, watch. About to turn that shit off. What the Cody Roll watch? Yep. Why you want to do that? Cause then maybe he'll actually show up. Hey, as long as they they, they anticipate for him to show up. I've been I've been looking for him the last two weeks. I ain't seen nothing. Hey, this wants to keep you watching. He said, "How am I going to have the number one show?" On cable on Monday nights with, when there's no competition, gotta keep them, gotta keep them watching, <laughs> watching. Well, you know, I know you've got some ratings numbers. Oh, no ratings. I just, you know, you can just Google them shits. <laughs> to be honest, and uh, so you know, Vince has definitely got us watching. Because we're, you know, leading up to WrestleMania. We're expecting something, but he has yet to deliver. But what did deliver was the opening of the program to Monday Night Raw. We opened with the glass shattering. Oh, no. That famous music. Damn. When it's when you hit a glass, that's your mm-hmm. ass. But it's Kevin Owens Steve in the Steve Austin shirt, the jean shorts, knee braces and he's got on a bald you know uh, actor's cap just for the effect Owens does a good Steve Austin impression as he insults the crowd for falling for the gag and promises to destroy Austin once for all at Wrestlemania well once it looks like Kevin Owens is kind of wrapped up with his cosplay 
the glass shatters again, but it's no Steve Austin. He says, fool me once and all that, you know, the routine as he gets to laugh at the people. After another threat to Austin, Kevin calls for some beer. Steve Austin loggers, of course, but he can't catch he can't catch them. Therefore, he yells at the guy to bring the beers into the ring. He takes the beer and stuns the gentleman and then trash talks somebody Stone Cold used to do and then pours beer all over him. So let's 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 take a look at the oldest trope in wrestling history. <laughs> WWE rather. Um, WWE poured this trope many a times on the fans. Um, a lot of people were bringing up um, were bringing up Shawn Michaels doing it in 2005 when he said Brett, he was talking he was trash talking Bret Hart and then Bret Hart's um, music um, music played and everybody thought Bret Hart was dead and Nope. There was no Bret Hart. CM Punk did it as well, too, with, with Stone Cold. This is where he had the, um, the, um, um, what did he call it? The, um, it's just, it was a society. Um, Street Edge Society? Street Edge Society, yeah. SES. <laughs> and, you know, he did the same thing. This is where he had Joey, Joey Mercury and um, um, Big Man um, Gallows. Mm. Well, Serena Deeb, I, I think she had gotten cut. Mm-hmm. Which was, mm, seems like a lifetime ago. <laughs> he did the same thing with that. Even... CM Punk even did it with, with Jeff Hardy, but this time he had came out cosplayed like Jeff Hardy, kind of like what um what um always did uh, with Austin. So it's not nothing new. But you know who tried to make it seem like he wanted to be that guy? He wanted to be that guy instead of AEW did it last week. No, did it at Revolution when Don Callis came out there to um after Kenny Omega's music play. Taz. <laughs> and it's like, you know, it was like, you know, Taz, like, I'll be that guy. Um, AEW Revolution. <laughs> Last week, it was sitting there, and you no, know, I saw that. I was just like, dude, I was like, it was mad, but WWE had to that way before AEW was even a concept. And Tony Khan's mind, probably was still watching the Monday Night Raw, Monday Night Wars, you know, something like that. So, that's what that is. So, we got that. It was so we, good stuff, though. It, it, it's, it's happened before. And as soon as, but as soon as the music played, I said, oh, if it's it Steve Austin, they advertised that he was going to be there. They advertised that Steve Austin was going to be here. Um, in Chicago for Monday Night Raw. Never been a ratings grabber, but they just played the music, tried to do a little surprise thing, but and having KO coming down there doing his best cosplay, you know, impression. So there it was. 
So we take a look back at Seth Rollins. He's going nuts after last week and losing to Kevin Owens for the rights to interview Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleMania. Rollins doesn't like the suggestion that he isn't going to WrestleMania and starts laughing maniacally as we ignore the Cody chants in the background. Hey, the Chicago crowd was loud. First matchup of the evening. The Mysterios taking on Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Miz is on commentary. Seth Rollins appears and says he wants a WrestleMania spot, and he's going to get one. Uh, We barely heard him, though, because his microphone kept going out. Hey, whatever reminds you of. Hmm? Whatever reminds you of. The microphone going out? Yeah. Oh, um... Dang, I, I, my mind is not as sharp as yours, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Pipe bomb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, in the match, Robert Roode hits a spine buster for two. Frustration sets in, allowing Dominic to hit a 619 instead of Frog Splash. And the Mysterios are your winner. After the match, Ziggler hits Ray with the super kick. Miz uh, pushes him into the ring uh, side area to the apron, then hits him with the skull crusher finale on the floor. Then the Miz steals the mask as Ray covers his face with a towel. You know what? I mean, okay, I get it. That's supposed to be taking up to loose doors, bags, and such a disrespect. Mm-hmm. I, I understand, but we've seen Ray without the mask. Mm-hmm. Hello, filthy animals. Mm-hmm. In WCW, he had the mask off. He was that face was showing horns and everything. Mm-hmm. And the same thing to Hoovy. <laughs> you know, so it was like it's. Nothing new. We, we know we, we know how I get it. Kayfabe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got to live a kayfabe life, but it ain't going to work. Well, Seth Rollins is with Sonya Deville, and Adam Pierce explains what he uh, that he wants to do something in WrestleMania. Adam Pierce says, this isn't the way to go about it, though, but maybe there's something he and Sonya Deville can do. Seth Rollins laughs at that idea and just walks off. So they're getting back to the, you know, show-wide thread of the show. So the hook is to see the the winding road that uh, Seth Rollins is going to be on on this episode. Miz is on the phone when he's interrupted to be asked about stealing the mask of Rey Mysterio. Turns out that Logan Paul was a big Rey Mysterio fan growing up. And he just wanted a mask. The lesson Paul needs to learn, though, is to never meet your heroes because they can be horrible. Now it's time for Paul to beat up his heroes at WrestleMania. But first, Miz dares Logan Paul to wear the mask next week on Monday Night Raw. Now that's disrespectful. That's very disrespectful. Almost in a handicap match against Apollo Crews and Commander Aziz. I remember when Apollo Crews was on SmackDown and he and he had I championships. 
I knew you was coming. And he was like on the fringes of being in the bloodline. Mm-hmm. Now look at him. Uh, Cruz and Aziz jump Amos before the bell, but Amos grabs him by the throats on the floor. They get back in for the opening bell with Amos hitting a one-arm slam to Aziz. The choke slam to Cruz sets up the double pin. After the match, Amos promises to dominate anyone at WrestleMania. So word on these wrestling streets is that the um the tentative opponent for I'm um, almost was supposed to be Bobby Lashley. Mm, okay. What's the create what's the finish? Bobby Lashley losing to Amos to continue his monster run? Don't know. Mm. Since Lashley's recovering from the injury, mm-hmm. that might be over the end. Well, here comes a returning AJ Styles talking about injuries. He's going to cut the in-ring promo. AJ talks about how he's been going for a few weeks, and that much time can be a dangerous thing. He's been watching that clip of Edge attacking him over and over, and now he has to see Edge with his mood lighting asking why. Styles doesn't care because all he wants is Edge. And all he wants to do is kick his teeth down his throat. Instead, he gets Seth Rollins, who after hearing the Cody chants, says the rumors don't make moments. Rollins has an idea. AJ stays at home for WrestleMania, and Rollins ends Edge's career instead. Style passes on the idea, saying that if he can walk, he'll be facing Edge. Rollins gets into a rant about how he's running out of options. Styles isn't cool with everything going on with Rollins right now, so here are Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville to interrupt. Pierce says Rollins is getting one more chance at WrestleMania because if he can beat Styles tonight, he can face Edge, and Styles clears Rollins out of the ring in a hurry. They they're just not being fair. <sighs> Nothing to add? Nothing to say about AJ promo here? No? Not nothing? Seth Rollins? Um, I like the AJ promo. But it was just you knew what we knew what it was leading up to. Mm-hmm. Um, we were, it was leading up to those two having the, the confrontational match and that just you know way it is what it is um, I like it was set up for later on in the show I'll, I'll say that Carmella's on the phone again when Zelina interrupts Zelina doesn't think Carmella is taking their Wrestlemania title defense seriously and Carmella blows her off instead Zelina throws the phone away and tells her to get her head in this. Uh, Carmella slaps Zelina. Zelina punches her back, and we have a brawl in the back. AJ yells at Adam Pierce and Sonya Deville about their decision, but promises to win the match mm-hmm. later on anyway. <laughs> Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley. They're taking on Shayna Baszler and Natalia. From SmackDown. Baszler pulls Ripley off the apron, leaving Natalia to hit Morgan with the discus lariat. 
and the heart attack gives Shayna Baszler the win. After the match, though, Carmella and Zelina, they beat up everybody and leave them laying and show that they have patched things up since we last saw them in the back. Yeah, so that's what happened. It was basically like they were in the back fighting, scrapping, and we was like, oh, shit. You know, they, they bought the, and I think it was, I mean, who was came in there um, asking why they trying to split them up before WrestleMania, and we was like, it's Vince. So Vince will be Vince Dance. Mm-hmm. And then they came back in the rain and brace. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Gotta give the people what they want. <laughs> but put away from us. Uh, we look at Becky Lynch injuring Bianca Belair last week. So here comes Becky for an Amory promo. She she sits in the chair and asks, what it profits a man to gain the world but to lose his soul? Becky went 15 months without the Raw Women's title, and it's worth it to get. it is worth it to give up her soul to get the title back. This week, she was going to go after Bianca's hair, but Bianca is injured too. It's a throat for a throat, and Becky would sell out over and over again if it meant keeping her title. At WrestleMania, she'll show Belair what profits she has gained. Mm-hmm. Austin Theory. Uh, he says he's ready for the dumb job McAfee, and he's going to make Mr. McMahon proud. And then it happened. They gave us a date, an estimated time of arrival for Veer Mahan. Yeah, the the quest is finally working. Yes. April the 4th. Austin Theory versus Spin Balor, non-title. Pat McAfee on commentary. The ATL is broken up, but Theory is right back with the brain buster onto the knee for two. A McAfee distraction cuts Theory off, though, and the small package gives... Finn Balor, the win. McAfee was definitely trolling um, Austin Theory. Speaking of which, Friday, that was Friday. That was a great um, segment they had in the ring because he had the you know Pat McAfee had to apologize and next mm-hmm. thing you know he came out there and was just saying a lot of shit, and then he just was like, yeah. I thought the uh, the women's tag team match delivered the best match of the night. <clears throat> that was a lot of fun. Sasha Banks, Naomi versus Rhea and Liv. So continue to give a big shout out to Liv Morgan, most improved wrestler in the women's division in WWE. Uh, huh? They were saying that, that about Marie when she started wrestling. They say she was improving every week. <laughs> uh, we look at the Raw Tag Team title situations, which is leading to RK Bro defending against Alpha Academy and the Street Profits in the triple threat. So now it's time for RK Bro versus Alpha Academy. Riddle makes the hot tag to Orton. The hanging DDT hits Gable for two as Otis makes the save. Riddle comes back in and jumps Gable, setting up the Bro Derek for the pin. After the match, though, the Street Profits run in take out both teams. Um, kind of like payback for the past couple of weeks when they got taken out. Yeah, yeah. They really got taken out by um, by um, Chad Gable and um, Otis. 
really kick their ass. So, <laughs> so they said we just pay back motherfuckers. And they had picked up man, they picked up right away and hit that finish on him too. So Dana Brooke and Reggie versus Akira Tozawa and Tamina. This is a, a intergender takes us towards NATO match. Tamina and Tozawa are sent into the corner. Tamina falls face first into a low blow on Tozawa. The running flipping Senton gives Reggie the pin. Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> Nothing to see here, folks. Keep it moving. I'm tired of this storyline. This this is this is one thing I don't want to see at WrestleMania. Now this might be, depending on what what, what night if they do have a match, this might be another piss um, uh, bathroom break match. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that leads us to our main event: AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. The winner faces Edge at WrestleMania. The phenomenal forearm is countered by a super um, kick, and Seth Rollins hits the buckle bomb. AJ slips out to the apron and loads up the phenomenal forearm when Edge comes in with the chair to the back of AJ Styles. That causes a disqualification. And Seth Rollins is your loser. AJ Styles is your winner. Post-match, Seth Rollins snaps and says the show doesn't happen next week unless he gets what he wants. He starts breaking things at ringside. And that is how we end this week's Monday Night Raw. Great match between AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. They got a lot of time. They put in the work. Um, clearly the best in-ring uh, part of the show. I thought the promos were pretty strong. AJ did a good job in his promo. Becky Lynch was pretty good in her promo as well. We probably could have done without that 24-7 title disaster. But other than that, I thought this was a pretty solid Monday Night Raw. I gave it a good 7. Yeah, I mean, I give it a um, four, four out of five. Okay, okay. Yes, the uh, you know Kevin Owens and Stone Cold Steve Austin start off is probably going to be a part of WWE lore for the next twenty five years. Um, yes, especially when they do it, they re 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 redo it again in like five ten years, and people will think back to. <laughs> Um, I, I you know I, I can't find a lot of faults with Monday Night Raw this week. It held my attention, didn't seem to drag. Um, you know, we're just kind of waiting to see. I guess the anticipation of is Cody what what segment is Cody going to come out? Uh, it's kind of maybe making me have more enjoyment because I'm I'm focused on other things. Little details, especially when they're always dropping these uh, one-liners surrounding Seth Rollins. But we have yet to see Cody, and uh, we don't know which capacity that he'll be in. I heard that he signed as not only a wrestler, but as a producer as well, but we'll have to see. You got trolled by Sean Ross set. Always. That's why I want to kick him to the middle of 2023. Already? Sparta kick? Super kick, no, because I saw when he he tweeted that he said details below, and then we click on below. He's talking about Cody Dina over on Impact. 
because the, the the girl Denise um, Salgado or whatnot who does wrestling as well too for them, she um, it was like an interview he did with her, and that's when he when he said the Cody thing. And I was just like, and I wanted to, I, I was going to say something. And I was like, no, I might go waste my time. I said, I was like, this one he do he do stuff like that, and it's like makes me you know makes his a, a presence his his annoys me. I'm I'm just further annoyed by his presence on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm close to blocking him just so I want to see him <laughs> him or um Ryan Satin on my timeline. But these are the you know the journalists for wrestling, man. There's plenty more journalists out there for wrestling. <laughs> the spread is a misinformation. I mean, soon and I was like somebody going. I said somebody going to say, and then here you go talking about some. Uh, I said he. I said you. I said you was trolled by that man. I I, I knew it. <laughs> I said somebody going to say it and, and, and say that Cody's. A, I'm like, okay, I was about to. I was about to say. I was about to say yo, but that been too much, too good to like you know, kick off and everything. But. Do you know what the holdup is, or are they just waiting for the shocking awe of it all? I don't even think it's you know everybody just saying you know we go if the, if the deal is signed and the deal is in place then it's like okay we want to you know reveal everything the day the um either I mean it would be dumb to, to make you wait until WrestleMania rolls around to do it I mean you could do it and just be like you know okay we'll let like it's right, WrestleMania like you don't Seth don't get there he'll just be there and the next thing you know he in the ring he's like. I want my match. I want my moment. But by the Cody music plays, and he comes out, they have that match. Probably already in the in the in the already in the um in the wings. They probably just like you know this whole story with Seth not having a moment in WrestleMania is dominating the headlines, the wrestle headlines, and it's getting eyes on the product. So let's roll with that. And as I said, I ain't mad at it. Mm, that's good, man. That's uh... Um, I'm glad that they seem to be picking up a little steam coming towards WrestleMania. Uh, they got one more week here on Monday Night Raw to uh, to get us really invested. I think they've been doing a good job at least hyping the Universal I mean, title. What's SmackDown going to be next Friday? Because they're doing the Hall of Fame right afterwards. The Hall of Fame is right afterwards, and Saturday is going to be a full slate of wrestling. Because they're delivery the starts at what twelve or two o'clock, something like that. Twelve o'clock, two o'clock, mm, two o'clock. Yeah, two o'clock. So mm-hmm. Peacock is going to be up and running, and. <laughs> It's going to be, the space is going to be up and running too, and we're going to be like, hey, here we go. Saturday is going to be like the, it's like the old school WrestleMania, and, you know, they're still talking about, you know, two days of WrestleMania going forward, which is smart because you don't have to force everything into one night. You won't have everybody sitting there watching, you know, WrestleMania from, you know, from like you know, in the early evening, I mean, we'll, we'll be watching from the early evenings, but it won't be like a whole bunch of matches just crammed in there or people getting cut or whatnot. 
they can play out two nights. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point, y'all know what time it is. It's time for the Mo Meltzer news segment of the week. Alright. So um so apparently the two things about Steve Austin. First, it's being reported, you know, Dave Meltzer, he's saying that um Austin is reported to be in fantastic shape. So you know what? I know you, you I know Don, you that you you're still sitting ten toes down saying that you don't want this to happen, but it's going to happen, sir. So, just give the people an old hell yeah for. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> so, um, it's going to happen, and he's, he's he's in fantastic shape. So we'll see what happens. Getting close to um, what happens if he shows up on Raw next week, or he um, just shows up at WrestleMania. They did it. He did. They had the one segment. Where it was him. Was it him, Rock, and Hogan? And I'm um, in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The welcome. Yeah. They had, they had that whole moment and everything. So, you know, and I only think he was even expected. You know, so. But I still think they might be. You know, I'll say that for, say that for a little bit later. Um, also about with Austin, today was the 25th anniversary of the classic WrestleMania 13 match, him and Bret Hart. The double turn. Mm-hmm. I sure they pulled it up on Peacock and watched that. <laughs> Maybe the greatest single execution of that double turn in the history of wrestling. Yes. Austin, one, one of the, one of the funny moments of that match, Austin took someone's beer and he took a sip and then he dumped it over his head and everything. Um, Bret Hart was the one that figure four on the ring post. Mm. And at the end, you know, Kid Shamrock was the special referee mm-hmm. in the match. And he... um. You know, Austin just passed out. Mm-hmm. Austin passed out, and he never really submit. And he, um, when he did come through, the other referee who was talking about got stunned. <laughs> got stunned. So, um, yeah, it was a good. That was a, a still a good match. Y'all, y'all ever want to watch that match? That's, that was the night, you know, he came out there and the glass shattered. And, you know, like, as soon as he walked up there towards the, um, he walked up towards the ring and then he just, boom, the glass just shattered. He just walked out and he was still a heel. But at the end of the, as Jim Ross said, at the end of the night, he had 18,000 people screaming his name. So, Bret Hart did the, did the job and put him on. He, he, he said he won the match, but he did put him over. It made him him in the face going forward. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, so um, Big E reported 
you know, probably yesterday, or I think it was yesterday, he said that he with he narrowly escaped a stroke, being paralyzed, or death itself with his broken neck. Mm. That's rough. It is. It's scary to hear. Very, very scary to hear. Makes you wonder if his career is in jeopardy. You know, don't want him. I would say say that they do. It may. It may have some, you know, We may have some, um, some, you know, reservations for him to come back after that. Um, Hopefully, man. Um, I don't know. I haven't seen anything about a timetable, though. I guess they have to wait for uh, the swelling and everything to kind of go down so they can give him a a look at how long he's going to be out, but... I think yeah. that's probably the next step where they tell them, hey, you're looking at eight months, nine months, whatever. He'll be really careful now. He can't, he can't do that. They dive out the ring. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, your whole move set has to just drastically oh, alter. And, and the moves that you take. Not just the moves that you do, but the moves that you take. Mm-hmm. Tragic when these injuries happen. Um, what else? So, Gable Stevenson, you know, the one of the highly touted um, amateur wrestler from the University of Minnesota, Brock Lesnar, um, alma mater, um, I think, Chuck Benjamin, and was there, was there too. But anyway, um, he's definitely being fast tracked to. The WWE, apparently, they they're looking to set up a remote, a remote um, training center there so that he can learn the WWE style. You know, it's unknown if he was learning that while still um, in school and everything. But he he's done. Um, he um, I think they had a eighty-five and two record. Hmm. Something like that, but and then I think he kind of spoiled his own debut. He had tweeted out he was going to be at WrestleMania, but he deleted it. So apparently, he's coming when he does come to Raw, he's allowed for a big push. Hmm. So we'll have to see how this plays out with him. I know his brother's in NXT. Mm hmm. Oh, what else? I know, man. Sometimes getting fast tracked that way and skipping steps isn't always beneficial. Yeah. Um. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Um. Because you know, what about the. What about the action? Uh-oh. The main event 
question of the week. Yeah, so we're trying to get we're trying to get Dawn. We're trying to get Dawn to rented to watch the main event. And we're gonna see if he's gonna watch this week's episode. Also before I give you that, um it was like Ethan um Ethan um Page signed extended his contract with AEW. Then mm-hmm. whenever he's going to start really wrestling like that, you know, for them, that being tag matches and things like that, you know, we'll have to see. Mm. Um, I know um, it's Via Mahan. Oh, yeah, Via Mahan is, is going to be on the show. And other matches will be um, Cedric Alexander versus T Bar. Nah, nothing to T Bar. It's a long, hard thought. Nah, I'm passing this week. What we got on uh, level up? You sure you don't want to see it? I'm positive. Um, level up. We have um, Joe Gacy versus Quincy Elliott. Ivy Nile versus Kiana James. Um, Malik Blade and Idris Idofi versus... Jacket time. Mm. Mm. Uh, the tag team match sounds interesting. I think that I'd tune in for that. So, B-Fab gave it the interview where she said that, you know, she said she said she's still open. She, she's open to the possibility of returning to the WWE, but doesn't see it happening right that right this moment. And that, you know, when she found out, the day she found out she was going to get released, um, she said that she was looking... Um, I guess they have an app that shows who they, I guess within the company, it's a company-wide app where they, or a turtle app rather, where they do the, um, they put the schedules in for who the wrestling, who the wrestling, the wrestling, mm-hmm. what, what cities they're going to, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, she said she's looking at the app and so she has stuff coming up with, you know, then hit roll. And the next thing, you know, she saw the app and it was nothing in there. She just thought it was a misunderstanding. Told her they probably she wanted to change something up, have the boys do something, and she'll come back. 
said straight to call Johnny Ace with John Laurinaitis. He didn't return the call. Then he finally did. We did return our call. That's when the release happened. Hmm. Yeah. Um, if you say that she would say she wasn't scared, but she should have been, you know. Mm. A very interesting <laughs> comment. But speaking of um, hit roll, well, they're now known as hit makers. Um, like they were in an indie show. They're um, back out here in these streets. Yeah. So they, they were um, they were doing the um, I, I showed you the TikTok, mm-hmm. but it was them wrestling. I want to say that they might have been MC Maryland Championship wrestling. I'm not too sure. But um, still doing the same, you know, they same, um, same gimmick-wise as they did, they did in WWE. You know. Swerving, um, B-Fab on the outside. Um, B-Fab got some balls on his, on his joint. On the record. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, She's so, very talented. Uh, they definitely uh, missed they out. They, they did. They, <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at, like, I'm just looking at which they wrestled. I was like, yo, y'all had something special there that y'all could have just capitalized. Like, you, you, you talk about they want the, you know, the, the black audiences. You had right in your hand. Mm-hmm. Right there. Yeah, right there in your hand. And you could have like, you probably could have just signed if you had no black, you know, writers or whatnot, just had them working with them and say, you know, and just working with them to say, this is what we want to do, but we want to mm-hmm. capture that black audience. Mm-hmm. And it's right there. But they decided to let it go. Um, two more things and we can wrap this up. Um, J.J. Dillon and Kevin Sullivan was on Steve Harvey's um, Court, court show. What happened with the show? It was a court show that Steve Harvey has a court show that comes on ABC. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so JJ Dillon and Kevin Sullivan was on this ep- on a, on a recent episode. And th- talking about what? Well, apparently, JJ Dillon lent Kevin Sullivan some money to buy a boat, and he, didn't, he never paid them back, so. Oh my gosh! <clears throat> Entertainment at its finest, right? And the second um, information, the last one is you remember um, David Otunga? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mrs. Uh, Mr. Uh, Jennifer, uh, the girl that sings with the big voice, Jennifer Hudson. You said you said what? Uh, the former. Uh, Mr. Jennifer Hudson. Well, he wasn't Mr. They didn't. They never got officially married. Oh, okay. They just had uh, kids or a kid. Yeah, a child. They okay. had together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so apparently, he got the got the engagement ring back, and now he's auctioning off one. I do now. I don't. Dot com. And again, guess the ring is being listed at forty five thousand dollars. Hey man, Champions hard out here. Hey. Anything I mean, that you can consider an asset or has a significant worth or value 
Hey, man. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you got to make those hard decisions and uh, do what you can for your pocket. Right. But, um, yeah, that was, you know, it was wild. I remember he first started out as a contestant on um, OVH1's I Love New York. I think mm-hmm. it was season two. No, it might, or it might have been season one. I think it was season one. No, it was season one. He was definitely on season one. And so he um, he was a contestant on that, you know, for Tiff, like, you know, trying to win the faces of one Tiffany Pollard, a.k.a. New York. <laughs> and, and up in, yeah, when I found out he wrestled and then he was signed to the WWE, he was going to be in the, in the Nexus. He was going to be in Nexus. <laughs> Man, goodness gracious. They was, in the, they, was on, they was on season one of the, the NXT, the World's Little Game Show and everything. Mm-hmm. The original? The original NXT. And he... Mm. Yeah, the uh, he had promise. He had the, a good look. Just um, you know, sometimes you get more famous in the wrestling business, and he was like, "Oh, I can do other things," and that's what he decided he wanted to do. Nothing wrong with it though, because you know Roman and Sasha, they're there. Bianca Belair is gonna be there. Mm-hmm. No wait, she's already she's married. No, I'm just talking about bigger than the wrestling business. Oh yeah, oh definitely romance Sasha. You know, it was like David Otunga got to a point where he got noticed by Jennifer Hudson. That's bigger than the wrestling business. Yep, we kind of backfired. Yeah, now you know it wasn't sustained, but it's a pretty big deal for. WWE. They tried to have him do other things, you know, like, you know, commentary or doing a little angle. He was the he was the lawyer and everything. Yeah, they tried to keep him around because they they wanted that rub. But might have been quietly let go because I remember seeing him being on the list of people getting cut. So he might have been quietly left let go. I think he still, he does, still does practice law, but he's just, I say, hey, bro, sucks that it work out for you. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's about it. Well, thanks again, Mr. Moton underscore Reese, for that news and notes of the week from the Mo Meltzer News segment. It's time to turn it over, sir, for your final thoughts and shout-outs and thank yous. Uh, final thoughts, you know, WrestleMania is rolling around, so, you know, be be mindful, you know, what's going down. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how things play out. You know, that weekend's going to be, you know, Final Four and um, the championship game is on Monday, so Vince go ahead and come out firing guns blazing. I mean, you really ain't gonna worry about well, the um, the weekend, the final point break 
we need to worry about because that's streaming on Peacock. But um, Monday night, the, the championship game, you definitely going to have to have everything out blazing. But yeah, but, uh, but shout out to you, Darn. Shout out to everybody um, that rocks with us. Um, shout out to everybody else on the on the, on the network. Sammy, Jay, um, Terry's Boy, and War, um, Comic Book Comic Book Chronicles. Um, shout out to our Spaces crew, Talent Ren, Black Marvel, Black Holland, um, Miss V, Jubla Jula, um, Alyssa. Shout out to Jay. Shout out to. Um, I don't know where people just be 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 adding me, and I hate when people do this. They they at they start following me, and they start like every time I tweet something, they either liking it or retweeting it. And I'm just like, my shit's not interesting. I don't care. <laughs> oh, look at you being humble. You know, humble. I'm just I'm just, I'm just saying, like my shit ain't interesting. You know, you can't retweet everything. No, more. Um, I have to ask you some pertinent questions offline. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, uh, shout out to everybody who's down with us and be, you know, tweeting with us. Cammy D, um, Roll Up Sunny, um, Jerome, aka Word. Um, yeah. Um, that's about. Yeah, that's all I got for tonight. Well, thank you once again, Mr. Mo, to the underscore Reese for joining me here on the broadcast. Uh, continue to share your commentary with Color with the folks each and every week the way that you do. Appreciate you so much. You can continue to join us each and every week by using the hashtag broadcast. You can join us in the Twitter space. You can join us in the live tweets. Interact with us and share your commentary with Color as uh, our guests in our Twitter spaces and in our live tweets. Um, rock over to the Patreon page, patreon.com um, forward slash CSPN Media, where you can listen to me and Mo chop it up a little bit more in the dark match. There's always some great content over there. That's where you can find our AEW reviews. Me and Miss Simi break down AEW each and every week. So please check us out over on our Patreon page. Thanks to everybody here on the network, all the co-hosts who join me each and every week to produce these shows and uh, keep the proverbial train on the tracks. I could not do it without all of their help and all of their time. I'm grateful and very thankful for the roster of co-hosts and friends and special guests that we have here on the network. So for Mo to the underscore Reese, I'm your host, Don DeLorente. And this has been The Rawcast. Please stay tuned for The Parting Pro. It was 15 months. 15 long months that I went without holding this. And not because, not because anybody had beaten me for it. No, nobody's been able to beat me for this for nearly three years. No, because I was forced to submit it. And every day that went by, 
grew more and more painful and agonizing and I knew that when the time came I would do whatever it took to get this back, my precious. So what does it profit a man? It profits him this! The only thing that matters inside and outside the confines of these ropes. For this is everything I am. And I am power. I am glory. I am the prize at the top of the mountain. is my world and when I came back and all of you chose Bianca over me that's when I knew that's when I knew I would sell my soul to keep this Bianca you don't have what it takes to beat me you can whip me with your hair, you can scar my body, you can crush my throat, but I'll crush yours worse. Now here's, here's the thing, Bianca, you didn't mean to damage me, but I meant to injure you, and that's the difference. An eye for an eye, a throat for a throat. And last week I said that this week I would come for your hair, but you're not here. Maybe that's because I put you in the hospital like you did me, or maybe, maybe that's because you know that if I take the thing that means the most to you, your hair, your crown, your identity, that you'll lose a piece of your soul. Bianca, you don't wanna lose your soul. I've already sold mine. And I would sell it every day of the week and twice on Mondays if it means keeping this on my shoulder. So Bianca, let me ask you, what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul?